Hello, it is, now you're waking up. It's Tuesday. It is September 8th. It is 2020. And you are listening to Grievances Filed. We have a great episode for you today. We're going to go around the leagues. We're going to talk a little bit about NBA. Okay, a little bit about NBA, a little bit about James Harden. I have a grievance to file about James Harden. We're going to talk NFL news, of course. There's big things that happened this past week, including... Leonard Fournette to Tampa Bay, Deshaun Watson's new contract, Tredavious White's new contract. Everyone's getting a lot of money. A lot of money going around to everyone. To everyone. And then Matthew and I will be making our picks. Making our picks for the season. And for week one. It is week one, ladies and gentlemen. Okay? It is week one. And on Thursday night, we will have Al, Chris, and Michelle join our family rooms, just as you're having us join your ear holes right now. So, without further ado, without further ado, we would like to welcome you to episode 19. Let's go. Hello. Hey, kids. It's Monday. Um, happy Labor Day to all the laborers out there. Yep. From sea to uh, burning sea. Yes. Sea to burning sea. Yes. And Matt is supporting the local business of Dunkin' Donuts today. Yes. Support local business. Go socks. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> yes. A little, uh, little Dunkin' coffee, a little wake-up wrap. And Good morning. Probably waking you up on your Tuesday morning, although we are recording on Monday. Yes, we are here to penetrate your Tuesday morning eardrums. We are Monday. now... We are, we are prematurely striking. <laughs> <laughs> we are now two days away from the start of the NFL season. Two days. On Thursday night, Al, Chris, and Michelle, and Michelle will be joining in our homes. The true first lady. I agree. Yep. I 100% agree with that. Um, you know what we're going to miss out on, though? Tell me. Tell me. It's the, the Chris Collins worth sliding. It's no more. He's killing it? It killed it. Oh, no. Dave, it's official. There's no more Chris Collins worth sliding. Oh, man. Does that, does that mean that your, your interest is now tamping down for the season? Because I'm still bubbling over in anticipation for sports. I am a slut for sports. It, it, it takes a little something out of it for me that I don't have Chris sliding into as, as Al introduces us and welcomes us into uh, this story he calls football. I am disappointed that Chris will not be sliding in. I am. I'm sorry. But it is season. Season dos. Episode. Episode 19. Episode 19. Wow. Yep. And we are going to be, well, first th- there's some NFL news. There's some tennis news actually there's sports news there yes there is the news of the sports yes and since nfl football is back we are going to be making our picks our picks for this week yes it's gonna be good it's gonna be really good it's gonna be great but you know we first should go around the rumor mill first 
and talk about some things. So, if you haven't been aware, the bubble did not pop in basketball. Okay, We thought it would pop for a second when George Hill did it to LeBron again. But it didn't, and they're playing basketball. And the Lakers and the Houston Rockets matched up. The series is tied 1-1. But here's the biggest issue that I have with the basketball. James Harden is incredibly out of shape. Yeah. Did you see Westbrook last night? He looks incredibly in shape. I, I liked how the Lakers guarded him. It was great. I thought I had great defense all around. If I was the coach of the Lakers, I'd do the same thing, which is not guard him because he sucks and blows. And, and Rajon Rondo? Or Rajon? Rajon. How do you say that? He, he was in Boston Rajon. for so many years. Rajon, so. Rajon Rondo, the Connect Four master, if you understand. He actually lived in the town next to me. Did he? You know Jeff? He neighbors. Jeff's neighbor. Re- neighbor? Next door neighbors? Like, pretty damn close. Wow. Yeah. And there, there goes the Burt's Bees. That, well, that fall you just heard was Burt's Bees. Are we on Zoom right now? We are also on Zoom, but we can't see ourselves. Ah. As we are looking at uh, our notes hey, in the background. So that's just one thing. James Harden, incredibly fat and out of shape. And one person that is also incredibly fat and out of shape. There's actually a couple on this list. Yes, but maybe maybe not so fat, but he's out of shape and he doesn't know how to get open. And you could say, well, doesn't know how to get open. Are you talking about the Patriot wide receivers? Well, I'm talking about Mohamed Sanu, who was cut and will never play football again. Yeah, no, I am uh, I am open to a tryout, if you need me. Um, my cell phone number is uh, 978. Um, actually, I'll, I'll, I'll send an email <laughs> later to uh, Ernie. But, um, <laughs> yeah, no. Well, as Skip says, Brady could take three guys from Dorchester and, th- and get it done. Because that's pretty much what he has been doing. But now, you know, Brady's in uh, in Tampa Bay, and I'm sure enjoying his time there. Leonard Fournette is someone who is joining Brady in Tampa Bay. He signed his contract. They inked him as of yesterday, officially. And as of today, officially, Brady and Fournette posted a photo to Instagram. By the way, Brady looks incredibly tan and happy. He looks like he is Tampa. now a Florida man. Yeah, he is, he, is. he is a Florida man for sure. Florida Tom. You know... I was texting Matt when Fournette was signed, and I actually uh, made a boo-boo because, you know, it might have just been 20 years of habit. I said, Fournette to New England. Because I'm looking at all the tweets, and I'm like, oh, Fournette's joining Brady, Fournette's joining And just out of old hat, I said, Fournette to New England. And Matt's like, are you sure? Did you just look at Twitter? And I'm like, yes, I'm sure. He's like, well, it says he went to Tampa Bay. Yes, and then I died a little bit inside. Just a little bit. But go socks. Just a little bit. Go socks. <laughs> go socks. All right. Well, here's here's another man that uh, I wanted to talk about. Two men, two men, are heading their way to Tennessee. So you know how we have New England North, which is New England. You have New England Midwest, which is Detroit. You have New England South, which is Tampa Bay and Miami, and and then you have New England Country Style Edition, which is Tennessee. Well, there's also Kansas City too. That was an OG one. That was a while ago. Yeah, that, that was. But Steve Gostkowski, you know, former kicker for New England, in case you didn't forget, is now a Tennessee Titan. He is signed by Tennessee. And according to Birds, according to 98.5 The Hub. Sports Hub. Sports Hub of Boston. Sports! They were saying that Steve had an offer from another AFC East team and that he just didn't want to... 
he just didn't want to join, that he was just going to wait it out. But are you surprised that it took this long for Steven Gostkowski to get signed? Yes. I mean, he's, he's 34, 35, coming off a, a hip injury. Um, I don't know about you, but I, I'm pretty solid from within 15 yards. Um, so hit me up. But I don't know. Have you? Do, do you have a lot of confidence? I know he's kicked for a while. Do you have a lot of confidence in him as a long-term kicker? Because I think he's just more of like he can hit the easy ones, but the hard ones now are like hard. That makes sense. Yeah, so the thing is, looking at what, for example, New England had to kick with last year, you could tell that it was detrimental because they would be on, like, the 22-yard line, yes. and it'd be fourth and eight, and they're like, yeah, we're going for it. Yeah, we're going for it. Yep, that's it. Because you have no trust in Nick Folk. I, I don't know who who else was kicking for a while. I, had try- I thought Folk was good. I thought Folk was good. Who else was there? Um, uh, Kai Forbath. And who else? Mike Nugent. Mike Nuge. 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 No, yeah. Well, I did. Bel- Belichick didn't have any trust in any of them. I had trust in Falk. And the thing about Steve Gostkowski is I much would have much, as much as he frustrated us on a couple of extra points and just sporadic misses, I would have much rather have Steve Gostkowski kicking for New England last year. And now he's going to be kicking in Tennessee. And along joining him in Tennessee is who? Is uh, the one and the only uh, Jadavian Clowney. Yes, Jadavian Clowney, the man. Mr. Uh, man Beast himself. Who once knocked a helmet off of uh, a Michigan Wolverine in a bowl game. I remember that. Yeah. I remember watching that live, and I was like, wow. Yep. I, I can't do that. I think that was Brady Hoke era still. Was it? That Michigan. was 2012? 2014? Mm, 2013? Yeah, 2014. Was 2013. Like, Somewhere in that range. Yes. I remember. That was uh, New Year's. That was the... Um, what bowl was that? Do you remember the bowl game? It was the Outback Bowl. Outback Bowl. Outback Bowl. Yes, it was. So, Jadavian Clowney heading to Tennessee. Didgeridoo, mate. I didn't understand a word of what you just said. That's the Outback. (laughs) Duh. I'm an idiot. Uncultured swine. I'm an idiot. Uh, But who do you just, you know, we don't want to make our picks just yet, but here's a broader scope pick. AFC South, what are you thinking? AFC South. I mean, Tennessee might be the Tennessee might be the favorite, but now Philip Rivers is the best quarterback. Actually, no, I'm an idiot. You uh, sure? Deshaun Watson, but I don't. I, I outside of Jacksonville, I look at them all, and they're all equal. They could all go in anywhere from eight and eight to ten and six, and I wouldn't be surprised if one of them won the division. You know what I mean? I don't want to pick it and stick it right now because yeah. I'm being a little no bitch. pinky bets, just yeah, no pinky bets because I, I, yeah. So I, I agree with you. Here's the thing at least in my mind, in the AFC South. They're all going to be, like you said, minus Jacksonville, pretty competitive amongst each other. They'll be mediocrely, mediocrely competitive. Yes, they're all going to win in, in their home stadium. So, like, you know, if Tennessee hosts Houston, Tennessee, well, I think what it's going to come down to, and this is just how I picture it, it's going to be, I don't know what the schedule says, some late weeks, 15 or 16 game where... Uh, Indianapolis or Tennessee comes to Houston, and for them to win the division, they'll like have to, you know, Tennessee will have to win out and then win in Houston. You know, yes. basically beat someone in their home turf. The, the team in the AFC South, which sweeps another team, 
will win the division. That's that's all it's going to come down to. And they'll be nine and seven. As much as I really do like Houston, uh, and Tennessee has a lot of grit. Tennessee's mm-hmm. a grit team, okay. But besides that, you trust Ryan Tannehill with my life. Actually, no, I trust his wife, but that's it. Yeah. And uh, what about whatever happened to AJ McCarron's girlfriend? I don't know. I don't know. I, I don't know either, but... What's next on the agenda? Next on the agenda, a couple of contracts, okay? So, oh, and uh, we'll give him about five seconds over time. Uh, Mitchell Trubisky, named starter in Chicago. Okay, next. Um, Tredavious White and Deshaun Watson yep. both inked new contracts. I'm not sure of the details of the Tredavious White contract, but I'm sure our friend Bruce Nolan is going to be breaking that down. So we don't want to steal his news and his thunder, you know? Right. He's one of the top two, three best cornerbacks in the, the league. One of the top two cornerbacks in his division. Yeah, well, he's uh, <laughs> he's the best zone corner, I would say. Right. That could be fair. That's a fair... Like when you're in Madden, he's like one of the guys in like the pink or the purple. Yes, or yes, Or the dude. blue. Oh, dude, what about he's, that? What about the blue flag? He's actually... He could lock the, down that the, blue he, flag. He's actually the captain of the blue man group. Yes. yes. Trey, yeah, what? Yeah. Oh, my God. And, uh, you know, man, that, that hype in Buffalo, it's, uh, it's real. I'd be scared if I were a New England fan, which I'm not. Yeah, I don't give a shit. We're going to be fine. (laughs) (laughs) And then uh, the other contract, which is uh, much more notable for uh, a variety of reasons, one being the amount of dollars being issued to him, is the Deshaun Watson contract, which was inked yesterday for an average of, I believe, $39 million, making him the second highest paid quarterback on an average basis. $39 million is a lot. However, it's only a four-year extension for Watson. How old is Watson? 25, 26? Well, he was drafted in 17, right? So he's probably, let's say he got drafted at uh, 21 years old. He's been in the league 17, 18, 19, 20. I'm going to put him at 25 years old. Yeah. Let me me figure this out. 24.67 days old is my guess. Matt's officially looking it up. And and, and here's something before Matt reveals the answer of of how old he is. Go ahead. Uh, 24. 24, okay. Did you find out how many... Days? Uh, turning 25 in December? At the end of the year. At the end of the Still, year. So, yeah. so. Maybe a division title could be his birthday present, but, you know, unlikely. Mm-hmm. Um, well, who knows? We'll, we'll probably get into that, uh, you know, when we have to make our pinky bets. And, and we'll do it, you know, one of these days. But Deshaun Watson, I was talking about it this, mo- this morning when, you know, you look at a little sports news. Why am I, I just got a little ringy-ding-ding, dude. So, so something buzzed looking, in your pants. Something buzzed in my pants. Oh boy! But yeah, uh, <laughs> I get we're we're just so excited to be back in person doing. I'm this, just <laughs> yes, everything's full throttle, baby. Yes, but you know, one more thing before we make our picks, Deshaun Watson. I think he's a guy that most people would be happy for that he gets a contract. I don't yes. think there's much to dislike about Deshaun Watson. Well, if you think about this, con- it's four years. Mm-hmm. Okay, so he's 24, 25, so he'll be done with the contract at. 29. And if he continues okay. this trajectory in the QB market, dude, he's going to be, if, if he's not already, well, by all standards, he's a rich man after signing this. But if you want to be considered mega, 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 Patrick Mahomes type rich, just wait till he turns 28 and he gets a new contract. Yeah, because the NFL now, like, what's the what's the peak years of a quarterback now? From like 28 to like yep. 33. 
right? I would say so. so somewhere, yeah. somewhere around there. It's definitely later than most positions. Yes. I, I, I'd say if you're turning 32 and your contract comes up, you still have a shot for, you know, another big three to four-year deal. But especially if uh, Brady keeps preaching the TB12 method to everyone. But that – oh, one more piece of news. We're off of football for a second. The Novak Djokovicer, the Joker, Djokovic, dude. Marinovic. He, Marinovic. Uh, Songa. Yes. Yep. Um, he absolutely annihilated. Was it a line judge? I don't know if it was a line judge or a ball girl. I don't know. Does it matter? Well, he destroyed her throat. Yikes. And before you, you're curious, I'm sure we got your attention. Um, so, you know, they, you get a bunch of tennis balls and you hit, you hit some back to the ball person because you don't want them. You don't like the way they feel. And he abs- he just he hits it and snipes her right in the neck. Ah. And you can tell by his reaction. This is what's confusing to me. You can tell by his reaction that it obviously was an accident. He didn't mean to hit her in the throat. But the absolute velocity of which he struck that ball with, it's like... It's it, confusing. It is confusing. It's as if an MLB outfielder fields a foul ball mm-hmm. and throws it 90 miles an hour into the stands to a fan... And then it's like, oh, my God, you're hurt. How did this, ha- you know, so how, how did that happen? I don't know. You know, it, it could be frustration that, you know, he's upset. Maybe he just lost the point. I don't know. But he got disqualified from the entire match. So um, he will save Minshew Men for later, Minshew Men of the Week. But let's let's keep that on the uh, mm-hmm. on the throttle. But now here comes the portion of the show. We are back. It's not, um, you know... It's not the portion of the show when we do our music and we do our recap, but here, here's just a, here's a hint of what you'll be hearing on Monday or Tuesday of next week. You ready? We are fine. Yes. Wait. have the play like the soundtrack in my brain right now. yes i i yes I am. that that is what folks at home i have that neural link in my brain that um what's his face mr tesla already put in my brain <laughs> and that's the only thing i have loaded on it the, the the folks at home will be hearing that next week and we will see how we do but we have 16 games to pick this week starting on thursday night with al chris and michelle this game might be a little too easy for the picking. What do we think? Houston at Kansas City. I know where my pick's going. I did Kansas City by two scores. I would say so, too. I, I picture this being... Um, you remember Kansas City, New England opening night of 2017, that game you were so at? Uh, yeah. I picture it being that score. 42-27. Ooh. Yikes. Um, sure. I was going to say 34-20. 34-20? Okay. You said two score? Yeah, okay, so we're, we're in the same ballpark here. might start here. out slow, though. Eh. Well, Kansas uh, City has, might. has, what, 20 out of 22 starters returning? Yeah, that's fair. You know, I, I'm, I'm excited to see Deshaun Watson throwing a Brandon Cooks. Yes. I really am. That's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, I'm excited to see how Bill O'Brien doesn't use David Johnson. Yes. That's also going to be fun. Um, and, I mean, Kansas City, we know what to expect of them. Do you see any kind of slow start from Patrick Mahomes, especially after inking 
five hundred million dollars to his ledger? No. So pick it and stick it. Pick it and stick it. Shall we go to? We'll go to. Uh, we'll go to New England next. We'll go to New England next. That's the one o'clock game. Tony Romo and Jim Nance will be on this call, will and they? Tracy Wolfson. Yes, they will. Ooh. It's officially been announced. Wow. That's an interesting game that CBS chose to put their A squad on. It, it really is. But, you know, you. I'm surprised they didn't pick, uh, you know, a, a 4 o'clock hour game to put Nance and Romo, but I guess they don't want to overlap uh, Aikman and Buck if they take the Buccaneers game at 4.30. As well, uh, yeah. So it was probably yeah. between that game and... Um, I don't know which ones are... Really, really? Okay, now this is starting to make more sense as you look at the whole state of games. Nance, Romo, and uh, Wolfson will be on this call. So, Matt, I'm, I'm going to let you take it away here first and, uh, and make your pick. Um, so after Brian Hoyer comes out to start and uh, they hand the ball off 22 times to Rex Burkhead, the Patriots will win uh, 12-2 in this football game. I think it, uh, Ryan Fitzpatrick is going to be playing, but I think you're going to get the bad version of that um, for reasons that I don't want to state. Um, and it's just going to be a whirlwind of just mediocrity all the way around. But Brian Hoyer is going to lead the Patriots into battle, and he's going to dominate. And then that's be- you saw the picture of Cam Newton. He was dressed as one of the Minutemen, so he's just going to be quietly waiting in the militia. But And, you know, when they, they score a touchdown, they yeah. fire him. He's going he's gonna to be waiting there. But so when Brian Hoyer scores on a rushing touchdown and takes his close-up like LeGarrette Blunt always did, it's actually Cam a large black man. <laughs> he's he's going to have Hoyer on the back of his jersey, but it's actually Cam Newton. Yes. So on, on, a, on an actual um, question here for you, have you heard any word out of Miami on who will be starting? Uh, Fitzpatrick. Officially? Yes. And in New England, we're, you know, it was announced Cam Newton until – Belichick said, no, that's not been announced publicly. And um, so Cam Newton's the starter. And that Subway commercial was released with Bill uh, Belichick. I, ha- I have yet to see it. There, no, no sandwich goes in Bill Belichick's mouth. Ah. That's a spoiler. I'll let you watch it on your own okay. for your entertainment. But Okay, but here's, here's my guess. Here's my pick for this. You really it's want to in, take Miami. It's in New England. You really want to take Miami. Bill Belichick had all offseason to try and at least silence the people who will be trying to hate on him for a little bit. It's Miami. Stephon Gilmore is going to be mad because he has people like me chirping him for blowing the season last year against Devontae Parker. Fitzpatrick, if he starts off like he did in 2018 in Tampa Bay where he threw for... 20 touchdowns and, you know, whatever, 5,000 yards in three weeks, then Miami will win. But do I see Fitzpatrick doing that week one in New England, their first game without Tom Brady? I think it's all about hype. I will take New England as well this game, unfortunately. Wow. Yep, New England. Fun. All right, so we move on to Indianapolis-Jacksonville. This is one of those coveted AFC South matchups that everyone's been drooling over. So... Indianapolis, Jacksonville, uh, Minshew will uh, toe the rubber on this one against Phillip Rivers. The thing with Phillip Rivers is, yeah, Phillip Rivers has been a good quarterback. He's getting old. He doesn't have the mechanics to throw, you know, accurately. Correctly. Yeah, <laughs> or, even correct, correct, or correctly. Literally. 
even correctly, as he goes up in age, he's on a new team, okay? Like we just talked about 15 minutes ago, you go with a home team in the AFC South, and I will take Jacksonville Jaguars, get the Minshew train rolling. 21 to 13. Whoop! Whoop, whoop! Where are you going with here? Um, yeah, I'll take me, uh, give me some Minshew 6 to 3. Six to three. Yes. Uh, yeah. Well, that that is exactly what the score of the game. Defense will be ahead of the offense. Yep. And let, let's check out uh, an NFC team up uh, for a second. The one o'clock hour. The NFC team. The NFC team. The one o'clock hour in Washington. The Washington football team will be playing host to the Philadelphia Eagles. Carson Wentz has been injured. I don't know what his status is. Washington has a new team name. Would I be surprised to see Deshaun Watson or Deshaun Jackson score three touchdowns in the opening week like he did last year? I wouldn't, but would I also be surprised to see um, who's starting in Washington? Dwayne Haskins? Sure. Would I be? <laughs> I, I'd want to go Philadelphia here, um, but I don't think Philadelphia is that. You know what? Washington's a horrible football team. I, I, I'm sorry. I'm going to have to go Philadelphia here. Uh, three to two. Yeah, I'm taking the uh, I'm taking the team. Um, wow! And I'll I'll take um, give me twenty three to sixteen. Wow! For your first real football score, you're picking the team with oh, no. Yeah, I gave the, the the Kansas City. I said thirty four to twenty. Okay, that's that's true. a that's a real that's score. That's very true. So, so it's twelve to two. So here here's here's actually a very good game coming up next. Probably the only other game that I'll be flipping to during the one o'clock hour. Green Bay, Minnesota. I actually oh and. I don't want to speak too soon. I forgot Buffalo's playing at 1 o'clock. So one of the three games I'll be flipping from. Green Bay, Minnesota. Okay, Kirk Cousins lost Stephon Diggs, but he still has Adam Thielen. Aaron Rodgers on the road. Week one. I don't like either of these teams. Usually week one, it's Aaron Rodgers' season. Like this is, um, I could very easily picture at around 4.30 p.m., the NFL Instagram account posting uh, a slate of pictures, one of which it says, have a day, Aaron Rodgers, you know, with his jersey number, and it says, like, three touchdowns, 285 yards, uh, no picks, and a win. So I'm going to go Green Bay here, honestly. Week one, Green Bay. Yeah, I'll go uh, 24-24 tie. I, I, for some reason, that is actually more likely than what I just predicted. Yes. Chicago-Detroit. Oh, man. Mitchell Trubisky against the Matt Patricia-led Detroit Lions, who are literally on their last hind legs as a Lion. This is probably it for Matt Patricia if he sucks. I could picture him wanting to come out strong, but I feel like for the last decade, Detroit usually starts off 0-1 somehow. Chicago, everyone's been hollering about Mitchell Trubisky or Nick Foles. I'm going to go Chicago here. I'm going. I'm taking Detroit. Wow. Detroit's my dark horse. Dark horse to win the whole NFC North. They're the dark lion. I will. I'll take Detroit uh, twenty-seven to eighteen. Twenty-seven to eighteen. Funky score. Let's move on to uh, Carolina. So Cam Newton has departed. It is Kyle Allen and Teddy Bridgewater. Teddy Bridgewater will be starting for Carolina as he hosts Teddy McBuckets, John Gruden, Derek Garman. I'll, th- I'll tell you what, man. Take a look at their car, and I hate that SOB, man. <laughs> That's why I bring in quarterbacks left and right. You know what? Uh, and Mariota. 
I got Marcus Mariota, man, Hawaiian, backing up Derek Carr. Hawaiian Tim Tebow. <laughs> I swear to God, man, if Derek Carr throws one more pick, man, or just throws another check down, when I got Jerry Judy running wide open, I'm going to be pissed, man. Even though it's not Jerry Judy, it's who? Who's in, Who's that receiver we I, got, man? I don't know. I don't know either, man. I'll tell you what, I wish it was Jerry Judy if it's not. But I'll tell you what, Jerry man. Jerry Rice. I'm going to go with, uh, yeah, Jerry Jerry Rice and uh, Tim, Randy Moss really Tim had Brown. their best careers in, in Oakland, man. I'll tell you that much. I'm going to go. I, I will go with Vegas, though, because I, I don't think John Gruden's going to let an easy one like this slip away. He has to play Kansas City twice every single year. He's going he's gonna to get this one. Vegas wins. I agree. Vegas wins 31-17. to 17. I like that. I like that. Let's go on over to Western New York, where they host the New Jersey Jets. Yes. So New York's team. The only team in New York, yes, will be playing at 1 o'clock in Western New York. No fans in attendance. Disappointing. However, it's Josh Allen, it's Stephon Diggs, it's Trey White, and it's Bruce Nolan. It's exciting. It's going to be exciting there. Dawson Knox. Dawson Knox. (laughs) You know, Buffalo... Whatever you want to say about who wins the AFC East, and that's a different discussion. I, I, I think we both agree Buffalo is actually a very well-rounded and good football team. So the Jets, however, on the other hand... Have the better quarterback. They do not. They do not have the better quarterback. They're not even Bryce Petty. in New York. They Well, they should really have... Uh, I miss the days of Christian Hackenberg in New York. Hackensack? Hackensack, yes. <laughs> Hackensack. However, I think he's, uh, he sells insurance now or I something. I playing baseball. Yeah, that too. Uh, but, I, I, you know, I am going to go with Buffalo here. Uh, it was a year ago when the tables were turned and Buffalo was visiting MetLife Stadium, and they were down in the fourth quarter, I think like 13-3. to three, And the Jets fans were like, yeah, the Jets are so good and the Bills suck. And then Josh Allen was like, all right, I'm just going to score two touchdowns here and beat your ass. So, you know, I, I don't think Buffalo is going to look that – Impressive on offense. You know, Buffalo fans might expect Stephon Diggs to, uh, you know, go off. Dude, have you seen – because they're – you know, have you seen Stephon Diggs in practice? Yeah, I've seen Stephon Diggs in practice. Yes, he he beat Trey White for a touchdown. But the thing is, in a, in a season like this, with everything going on, with no preseason games, you know, limited amount of time that you're in pads for training camp, it's going to be the guys that you – that know the system – so, in fact, I, I would call John Brown to have a better week one than Stephon Diggs. Unless Josh Allen, the only way that Buffalo loses this game is if Josh Allen pulls a Baker Mayfield with OBJ, where he tries to stare down Stephon Diggs too many times, tries to force the ball to him because he thinks he needs to make Diggs happy, and then that's how you lose the game. But, however, if Josh Allen can take that next step and realize that Diggs is going to take up a double team – and then you're going to have Beasley and Brown running wide open everywhere else and just throw to them. What's your score prediction? I'm going to go 22. Oh, boy. 15. 22-15. 21-3. Uh, Bills win. Yep, I'm going Bills also. You know, I I, I really don't think Sam Darnold's good. Um Le'Veon Bell, what do you think of him? Is this is this a bounce back year for Bell or no? Yes. Yes for Bell? Yes. But stay away from it in fantasy. Sure. Yeah, stay away from it in fantasy. 
Because as Bruce does like to say, it's not that Adam Gase is a bad coach, which, well, Bruce, Bruce might the, actually you, say if that. If you get him late in the second round, early third round, I feel like that's good value. Yeah. As our friend Bruce Nolan would say, it's not that Adam Gase is a bad head coach. It's just that Adam Gase is a ruiner of good talent on a football team. Yes. All right, next game, an AFC North matchup, which I think this is going to be a good one. Cleveland at Baltimore. Again, I this is another game I'll be flipping to. Basically, I'm going to watch every game. It's ridiculous. Cleveland at Baltimore. You know who um, beat Baltimore? One of two teams who beat them in the regular season last year? Cleveland. Cleveland. Believe land. However, I don't think Cleveland will win this game. Because of the Freddie Kittens factor? Yes. I mean, I just don't... Part of me wants to pick Cleveland because it, it, it'd be so funny to see Baltimore lose. 30-27 um, Baltimore. 30, yeah, I, I could see that. Do you think Baltimore is the type of team that gets mad over their playoff exit last year and comes out firing? No, because they're a bunch of choke artists. But this isn't the playoffs. This is week one. Can you choke in week one? No. No. So you go Baltimore. All right, Seattle-Atlanta. Atlanta's a good team. People don't realize that. They have how many first-rounders on their offensive side? Does it matter? Enough to beat Seattle? No, I don't think so. However, it is in Atlanta. Which means now it is legal to pump in crowd noise. It is, but, you know, they've had quite a bit of practice in that. Uh, oh, really? Quite a bit of practice. But here's the thing. So, everyone's on the Seattle train because Russell Wilson's so awesome and... You know, sure, he is. And DK Metcalf's great. And Jamal sure, Adams. he is. And Jamal Adams is great. Sure, he is. And Tyler Lockett is great. And Lofa sure, he is. And, yes, him too. But Sean could, Alexander. You see, could you see Matt Hasselback? Could you see a week one in which Seattle, you know, looks pretty good on a couple drives, so they, they put up 24 but then Atlanta squeaks out a field goal and beats them, beats them 27-24, and you're like, oh, shit. I could. But I'm going to look into my crystal ball. I'm going to go Seattle. Seattle's going to win 30-24. to 24. Yeah, 30-24, pick it and stick it. Now we move on to the 4 p.m. games. So Cincinnati, Joe Burrow, will play host to Justin Herbert. No, just kidding. It's going to be Tyrod Taylor. It's going to be Tyrod Taylor, and Tyrod Taylor is a game manager. However, he does have good pieces on the offensive side of the ball. Cincinnati, what usually happens to number one overall picks as quarterback when they play week one? Uh, no bueno. Welcome to the NFL, Joe Burrow. He's going to take his loss against the vet, the wily vet, Tyrod Taylor. I'm going Los Angeles Chargers. Score? Hmm. I'm going to go 17 to 10. 26 to 10. 26 to 10. Wow. Okay. So moving on to the Great Bay out in California, it was um, 40 years ago when Montana was there, and now they have the next coming in Jimmy Garoppolo. Mm -hmm. Just kidding. Uh, playing host to Kyler Murray, who I hate. So it is. It's it's a it's a matchup. The hate bowl. A hate bowl. You know the game that I won't be watching. San Francisco, Arizona. I hate both these quarterbacks. I'm gonna go with Jimmy Garoppolo though. Um, Arizona, twenty-one twenty. No way. In an upset. No way. 
Have you ever heard of this this phrase that goes around in the NFL? It's called Super Bowl Hangover. Have you ever heard of it? Never heard of it, dude. Please explain uh, what that means. It's when the team that chokes away their Super Bowl, as San Francisco did. Right. They usually come back out the next year and perform lower than what they were expected or what they did previously in the prior season that led them to the Super Bowl. So I look at that San Francisco oh, so. San Francisco team and I say, Kyle Shanahan is a choking dog. Yes. Jimmy Garoppolo is gorgeous. And Kyler Murray's but a also baller. A choking dog. Kyler Murray's a baller. So all those factors converge on each other to a give baller me as in a crying baller as in a as a baller, like a footballer, baseballer, hockey baller kind of thing. See, I, I was thinking when you said baller, like he balls his eyes out. No, you're thinking of The Rock. Yes, yes. That's Corona. So you're you're going with Arizona. Yeah, 21-20. 21-20. I'm going with San Francisco, 35-24. to 24. Interesting. Yep. Now here's the game of the week. Game of the week, Joe Buck, Troy Aikman, and Aaron Andrews. Sure. Sure. Tampa Bay, New Orleans, Drew Brees. Can we be unbiased for a second? Remember that photo I sent you? Looks terrible. He looks terrible. Yes. He is not on the TB12 method. Tom, very tan. Very much on the TB12 method. Very much on the TB12 method. Peter King was at Buccaneers practice about a week ago and said that Brady looks very good. Strong arm. Hot take. Hot take. Hot take, right? Thank you, Peter. Wow. Peter <laughs> Tom gives Brady, us great insight. Tom Brady, Tom Brady looks, does well. Looks good on a football field. Yes. So here's the thing. So everyone's been talking about how, oh, no preseason games. And, you know, I'm I'm willing to say you go to a new team, and I'm sure it will be difficult. I think it's going to be easier for Drew Brees and Michael Thomas to get on the same page than it will for Tom Brady and his receivers, maybe minus Gronk. However, the thing is, when you do have Evans, Godwin, Gronk, Howard, Great. McCoy, Fournette, okay? Ronald Jones. Ronald Jones, Rojo. It does make life a little bit easier. And the thing about training camp is Adam that... Murphy. Yep. And uh, Scotty Miller. Yes. I think that's who you meant. Sure. Right. Same thing. And, and, and that front seven in Tampa Bay is pretty good on defense, too. But the thing about training camp is... Donkey Kong Sue. Donkey Kong Sue is that Brady and Arians can just literally run whatever they want. They say, you know what? For the next two hours, let's do 20 yards in it. You know, for the next, uh, let's run 15 plays uh, uh, at the 30 at our own 35. You know, let's run these types of plays. And I heard that Bruce Arians and, and Tom Brady, uh, one of the first times at camp, they were just like, you know what? Let's sit down and talk plays. Let's talk plays we like. Not even what we call things, schemes, what we do in certain situations. What plays do you like? And they just sat down, and they talked about it. That's great. Yes. And you know what Brady has said, too, in his interview with Peter King? And I think this is what he's really happy Enlighten about. Enlighten me. For the first time in 30 years, because you go back to high school, too, for Brady. Of course. This is his first time having an offensive head coach. Aw, wham, you little bitch. And that's pretty neat. That's pretty neat. And Tom Brady seems happy. And Peter King says, are you happy? And Tom Brady says, yeah. That's a good word for it. I'm happy. Good so, for them. So, I'm going to uh, go with Tampa Bay here, yes. going into New Orleans, okay. getting a great win, and I'm going to say they're going to put up 27 points. It's going to be 27-23. 
Um, so I do like how Cameron Jordan came out and said that... Cameron Jordan came out? Yes, and said that uh, Tampa Bay's fighting for the second-place spot in the division, which I love because now in the division, um, the frauds that are the New Orleans Saints now have Tom Brady to deal with, which is funny. You come out and say, oh, Tom Brady's fighting for second place. When Cameron Jordan, has he won anything in his life in the NFL? I don't think he's won anything. I don't, I don't think, life. and has Tom Brady won a, at a decent clip? Pretty decent. Yes, and I, I do I do like how he's he's coming out and saying these things, especially since there's no fans in uh, the uh, Breeze Dome. Don't you think uh, Drew Breeze is a little, little aided by the fact he plays in a dome with um, extra, extra assistance? One would think that uh, someone who's known for their high completion percentage there's no way there's any correlation they play between a, throwing in a dome into Michael Thomas. They throw in a dome nine times a year, including Atlanta. I say Tampa, Tampa, mm-hmm. uh, 34-30, high scoring. you got to tell me this next. Snaps, sure. Snap percentage for Rob Gronkowski on offense. 60 to 69. 69. I'm going to go with uh, 55% okay. for Rob Gronkowski. Number of catches over under three and a half? Uh, I, I would say just over at four. Okay. At four. Are they all touchdowns? <laughs> well, unless we go back to week one of uh, 2015 when Gronk did uh, have the hat trick against Pittsburgh. No, I, I, don't, I don't think I see Gronk having a touchdown week one either. But I do see him having four catches. So Four catches, five touchdowns. Four catches, five touchdowns. One rushing. All on jet sweeps. Yes. Yes. So, okay, next, uh, before we get into the Sunday night game, I do want to ask you this. If, it, if there is a prop bet of who the first pass of the season would go to from Tom Brady, what, what would you say? Ronald Jones. On a swing pass? Yes. From the shotgun or from under center, Brady drops back and, like, looks at the stick? Shotgun, four-yard completion. Just, 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 totally un, um, uneventful or un uh, melodramatic. Yes, is that, is that a good term? Unmelodramatic. Un unmelodramatic. Exactly. Okay. All right. Sunday night, Al, Chris, and Michelle again. They, boy, they have a week. One's always pretty busy for them. Al, Chris, and Michelle, Dallas at the Rams in New SoFi Stadium. Mm-hmm. Is Ezekiel Elliott? It's Dak Prescott. It's Jerry Jones, and it's Mike McCarthy. Visiting Sean McVay, Goff, and... Uh, There's no fans in the stands, No right? Todd this Gurley. Is, no Todd Gurley. Does that matter? No. No. Because he, he had a knee. Are they Cam Akers? Yes. Yes. Um, yeah, Dallas 27-17. I'm going Dallas 30-28. Uh, okay. Last-minute field goal, actually. I think... Uh, ooh. Yeah. No. Pretty easy game. I don't think... It, the Rams are screwed. Yep. And uh, now, who's in the Monday night booth? Tell me that. Who is in the Monday night booth? I don't know. Is it not the Booger Mobile? Can no. it just be the Booger Mobile and that's it? They they said stay away and never come back. Oh, shucks. Is it not Tessator, my favorite person ever? Unfortunately, it's not Tessator. He got kicked out too. Mm. Um... Steve Levy. Okay. And? <sighs> oh, man. Um, 
I, I, I don't even know what to say. That's all I'm getting, Steve Levy. Well, we'll find out Monday. It'll be a nice surprise for us uh, to see Steve Levy and someone else do uh, Monday night, and then we'll have the 10 o'clock game too. So always remember, week one, you have two Monday night football games. First one's going to be Pittsburgh at the Jersey Giants. Uh, I'm going to go Pittsburgh pretty handily. There's you know not much for this one that I'd uh, dive into besides Joe Judge's first season. I don't think he'll come out with a win uh, against Pittsburgh. I think Ben Roethlisberger, at least for week one before he gets hurt, he'll look pretty decent. I think this game will be closer than you think. Why so? I don't know. Do you, do you believe in Dan, uh, Danny Diamonds? Danny Jones? I think he's very Danny, streaky. Danny I, Dimes? I don't know what... Danny Diamonds was my roommate. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what kind of Danny Diamonds we're going to get. Okay. If I you get the like Danny he, Diamonds that throws the four like touchdowns... Giants offense, low-key, who do they... Do they still have Golden Tate? Do they still have Tate... Uh, Shepard, Evan Ingram, Saquon. Um, what's it? Darius Slayton. Mm-hmm. I, ooh, I, Pittsburgh's defense is one of the best in the league. I don't trust their offense. I know that Roethlisberger is coming back, but outside of Juju, who's really on that offense that you come out and say, I believe in them in full force? Well, I, I'm interested to see how Deontay Smith plays Okay, for this year. And I, I really am because if, if he can turn himself into – you know, someone else who besides who just speeds down the field. Mm-hmm. Well, also for the Giants, who's their new coach? Judge. Joe Judge. This is his first game. I don't. I don't think the rookie head coach will get it done. That's fair. I do think though that they'll. It'll be a twenty-one seventeen Pittsburgh win. I'll go. I'll go. Same score here. Okay. Yeah. I. That's probably what it is. They'll look good for a couple drives. Besides that, they'll, they'll stall it, out. They'll keep it close. Yeah. Uh, Tennessee, Denver. Uh, man, this is, uh, you know, mile high at night, Tennessee going in. However, Tennessee is going to be the team that's better coached. They're better run. They have more grit. Week one, Drew Locke under the lights. I, 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 I see Tennessee winning, however, in a pretty terrible football game. Pretty terrible football. Um, I'll take Denver. Okay. I think Denver's, uh, Denver's one of my dark horse teams. How do you think Drew Locke looks? Drew Locke will look good. I don't think he'll look great. He'll look good. Mm-hmm. You'll say, you'll look at him and say, cool. And how he, about Tannehill? He, he'll, Tannehill will look worse than Drew Locke. Okay. Yeah. All right. I think the receivers in this game are very low-key good. A.J. Brown, Cortland Sutton. Who did, uh, Denver draft? Jerry Judy? Yes. Or was it Ruggs? No, Ruggs is in Ruggs, Ruggs is in Vegas. Right. Judy is in Denver. Right. Okay. Yeah. I'll I'll give me Denver. Um uh seventeen to fourteen. Seventeen to fourteen, and I'm gonna go twenty six twenty Tennessee. Twenty six twenty Tennessee. And those are our picks. Uh we have just entered well I have just entered. Uh, Matt still needs to, so he doesn't I forget. I forgot my password, so yes. Yeah, he needs to get that done. Yes. I have just made my picks officially. I was idle too long. That's ridiculous. The site idled out after 20 minutes, so I did not make my picks yet. Neither did Matt. But we just told you all of them. Welcome to my world. Welcome to your... So we figure we'll conclude the show uh, with a Minshew Man. With a Minshew Man. So I'll go first. I might have foreshadowed a little bit. 
Uh, Minshew Man of the Week, for me, is at least going to be Novak Djokovic for his absolute snipe of the throat with the tennis ball. I mean, it really shows incredible accuracy by Djokovic. Yes. As much of a dick move it was, incredible accuracy. Yes, I agree. My Minshew Man uh, goes to the one person I will be following on Twitch, and that is T-Pain. So, uh, T-Pain, shout out to you. I will, um, you know, get on the boat with you. A big blue bottery road. Beside and look at me. All hands on deck. Should we do a gunner guy or should we tempt them with an episode later this week? Yes. We'll tempt you with an episode later this week. And for now. Until next time. Until next time. And goodbye, kids.